Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Good, y'all. It's Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. I'm Freddie Company's Bart Scott, presented by Progressive Insurance and ESPN Radio and ESPN News. You can always hit us on Twitter at KeyJNZ. We can't wait to see what you have to say, especially when Bart Scott was wondering this question. You got all these contracts now on the Los Angeles Lakers. It's one thing if you're the Brooklyn Nets that are going to pay $540 million between James Harden, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving. Well, apparently, the stimulus package better go to the Los Angeles Lakers. Yeah. Now you got LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and they acquired Russell Westbrook from the Washington Wizards. That's not exactly a cheap team in Los Angeles. I'm trying to figure out how they're affording that, right? I mean, because, I mean, Brody makes, what, $40 million a year. We were talking about, you know, the reason why people didn't want him to come here with the Knicks Mm -hmm. uh, was because we thought that that last year, that deal was just too much, too, too, too big of a pill to swallow. Now he goes out to, I mean, that's 40, 40, I'm, sure, I'm assuming 40. I don't know how they're fitting it in, but, you know, listen, I, I got an associate's degree, so I don't know how to handle, you know, the cap. I'm not a capologist, oh, really? but, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I, what I know is if you got those three players, I don't know how, what else you can go get. Now, I know right. they, they, they had Caldwell Pope in that. I don't know if he, was he part of the package? He was part of the package, yeah. So, I, Kuzma and Harrell. So, so they got some money off because Harrell, I'm sure, was making money. I, Kuzma wasn't making much money. But it just don't seem to add up to me. But, you know, listen, they're making that run for it, right? And, you know, at some point, I think uh, Westbrook will outlast LeBron because I think LeBron has maybe one or two more years left in that body as you're starting to see him starting to break down. And we've seen great players, you know, in that organization, Kobe Bryant, where, you know, you got all these miles on your body. Eventually it catches up with you while the time is undefeated. Right. So, I mean, when LeBron leaves, at least they can say, okay, well, we still have Brody and we still have Anthony Davis. So they don't have to have the full rebuild, but man, this is LeBron's attempt to try and um, get receipts and and, and 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 say, you know what? Let me get back to where I need to go because he could handle losing. He couldn't handle losing one star, mm-hmm. so he had to go get another star so that you know he can he can. LeBron can win with two stars. He can't yes. win with just himself and Kyle Kuzman. So right. we'll see. Russell Westbrook's going to make forty-four million dollars next season. <laughs> And forty-seven million after that, before he becomes an unrestricted free agent. So yeah. that's a lot of do re me that yeah. you have to be paying those three guys. But yeah. now that he's gone, what about Bradley Beal? He's still in Washington. Adrian Wojnarowski, ESPN NBA Insider Sports Center, said, "What does this trade of Westbrook going to LA mean for Bradley Beal in his future?" For Washington, the chance to get some salary cap flexibility moving forward with Bradley Beal, bring back. Uh, you know, KCP, Kyle Kuzma, Montrezl Harrell, you know, some solid veteran players, uh, another first-round pick in this year's draft, and then see if they can try to re-sign Bradley Beal and then be able to go out in the marketplace and try to get a big free agent in the future. That's what? the problem. Yeah. Like, try to get a big free agent in the future. Yeah, I want to play with Bradley Beal and these guys. Like, come on, man. Like, they, they're not in the window. Like, if you're in the East, you're like, man, let me see if I can go to the Hawks. Oh, mm-hmm. man, I tell you what, the Sixers need some help. I mean, if you're a guy like DeMar, what, what are they going to get, DeMar DeRozan? Like, I mean, who the hell are they going to get? I mean, I, I know it's, some, it's maybe some disgruntled guys out there. That's, you, we never know who's the next disgruntled, um, you know, disgruntled star on The Price is Right. But we, we don't see that, that people are saying, hey, Washington is a destination. Let me go kick down the door and scream because I want to go play with Kyle Kuzman and, and, and Montrez Hurl and Bradley Bill. Right, because you you think that they need a superstar, and I Absolutely. don't know what superstar is available. I mean, uh, I, if I'm Bradley Bill, I'm like, listen, y'all a mess, and listen, I'm I I hope y'all figure it out, but it's not gonna be on my watch. 
I mean, he's 28 years old. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's getting to that 30-burger, and, and the time to win is now. And it's other destinations that he can get to. And, and if I'm him, I'm saying, listen, y'all brought in the Brody. I had John Wall. I need a star, and I need somebody that can play. Listen, Draymond Green's over there, was over there recruiting oh, yeah. as hard as he could. Still is. Right? You know what I mean? He's over there recruiting. And if I'm – I'm sorry. I know he was probably looking at Dame Lillard. And, man, what about Dame? Dame is like, hey, man, listen, I love CJ McCollum, but you know what I'm saying? I'd much rather have you because, you know, together they're a small backcourt. Right. They bring a guy like Bradley Bill, a little bit more size, you know, um, equal to the shooting – capable of putting up big nights like like McCollum, and maybe that'll keep a guy like you know like Dame a little happy, you know that they're over there creating some synergy over there and seeing McCollum, who's good, but he's not great. His ceiling isn't high as high as Bradley Bill. Bart Scott, Freddie coming to Keyshawn, Jabel, and Zuma presented by Progressive Insurance and ESPN Radio, ESPN Two, and ESPN News. You brought up something very interesting by saying about Damian Lillard because we talk about guys that want out of place or maybe thinking about it. And Damian Lillard is wanting to give this a little bit of a try, but for how long in Portland? Yeah. It would be the perfect backcourt if you have both Damian Lillard and Bradley Beal together because Damian Lillard right now is thinking, I've been able to try to do this. I've committed to Portland yeah. and wanting to win a championship here. But you know he's thinking, nah, new head coach again, new yep. system all over again. Now, not rock with Chauncey, but – Right, but at the same time, does he really want to rock with Chauncey yeah. and start that all over again? You don't know how long that yeah. process is going to take. He, he wants the same commitment that he saw the organization make to Giannis, right? He sure. said, hey, man, I need you to go out and get me some dogs. I mean, forget um, Nurchicks. Uh, he's talking about he needs to know if he's going to come back. Like, bro. Nurkic is not coming like, bro, Like, bro, I don't know if we want you back. Exactly. He's he talking about, like, really, Nurkic? Like, like, you want, you want to divorce me? Well, we want to divorce you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we file the papers first. I'm going to serve you first, bro. <laughs> like, I mean, so, like, you know, what moves are out there? Like, they got to go big. They got to go big sure. or they got to go home. Or, you know, Dame is going to be that squeaky wheel. And he's done everything that he's supposed to do. I mean, you talk about the first-round exits from the playoffs, him not really being able to get on the stage. You know that, you know, Denver's going to be back. You Utah is going to be back. Absolutely. You know, and you can be a good team, even a great team in the West, and still not get out of the first round or still be fighting for seventh and eighth. That is beneath a guy like uh, the talent of a guy like Dame Litter, especially this late in his career. You look at guys like that. There's another guy there by the name of Zion Williamson, the New Orleans <laughs> Pelicans. They, they can say whatever they want, but when I start hearing people chirping, close to him or outside his circle saying he's not really happy with the situation here. When you get to a certain point where you know there's no return, yeah. then you're going to do everything to have an exit strategy. Bradley Beal reduced his exit strategy by saying, I want to stay here in Washington because Bradley Beal believes that guys want to come play with him. Hey, Bradley Beal, you talk about Draymond Green, Bart, recruiting him. Bradley Beal better start being an ace recruiter. He better start having his own headhunting firm yeah. if he believes that somebody's going to play with him because he can't just rely on the Wizards organization or the fact that Bradley Beal's a scorer. He's got to convince guy, hey, you come play with me. We can do some things. Right. What, what do I need to do? Help me help you. What do I need to do? Bradley Beal's going to have to be his best recruiter more than the Wizards and hoping that things are going to work out there. And listen, everybody wants to be stuck on this whole thing. Like, oh, I want to win with the team that I came in with. And I want to be loyal to a fault. I mean, look at some of the greatest to ever do it. You can talk about Michael Jordan never left and he brought everybody to him, but he was the ultimate magnet, right? He, he can attract anybody or any star because he was the best in the game. LeBron kind of has that same type of synergy. Like a lot of people didn't want to go play with Kobe, right? Because they didn't want to, yeah, they couldn't handle the mental warfare, the mama mentality, you know, him kind of demeaning. We, we saw uh, the, 
Uh, Dwight Howard kind of struggled with that. Sure. But, man, you, you, you talk about, you know, being able to get somebody to come play. Shaquille O'Neal left. You know, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar left. Will Chamberlain. Like, Will Chamberlain left. Like, what are we talking about? Like, I think it's some type of badge of honor. I want to win and, and set up a dynasty with the team that brought me in. But sometimes these players are being more loyal than the organizations because they, they're all about trying to collect money and not about winning and, and, and really putting together the best team to give you the opportunity. They're not going all in. They're not going over the luxury tax. Yeah. They're not doing what they're supposed to do, but you're being loyal to them. And I think sometimes these players need to understand that that's a false narrative out there well, because some of the greatest players has done that. You go, you talk about the Pelicans, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, can you be an organization that wasted away Chris Paul, wasted away Anthony Davis, and now Zion Williamson, you're next in line? Like, they better figure it out quickly. They better figure out, one, who's going to be a coach that can have some stability that can get to, to, to Zion. And, two, they better figure out the right type of players to surround him with. It's, yeah. it's a romanticism, Bart, when it comes to – and I don't think it's a player's thing. I believe it's a fan's thing. Because yes. fans want, especially if you have a player like Zion Williams, if you're a Pelicans fan, yeah. you want him to stay. And then if he leaves, oh, he's not being loyal to the organization. That has nothing to do with it. People leave jobs all the time. Exactly. If a better opportunity comes along, you can be loyal to the company until somebody says, I'll double your salary. Exactly. That's so your loyalty is going to change. Yeah. So if you don't attach that to people in regular life, why are you attaching that to players in sports and say, oh, why are you not loyal to the organization? Yeah. People don't even loyal to their own family sometimes. Exactly. So why are they doing that to players in the NBA or any other, any other sport? Hey, we all looking to upgrade sometimes, you know what I mean? So I don't know what people think about, about that. But I tell you what, man, Zion and what he said after playing in the Madison Square Garden, we know his relationship with R.J. Barrett. Mm-hmm. You know, the crazy thing is he, he can't make some of those decisions maybe to like four or five years. Yeah. Unless he becomes a squeaky wheel, he doesn't sign an extension. But, you know, his, 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 uh, his willingness and, and want to be able to play with, with uh, R.J. Barrett will probably cost the Knicks R.J. Barrett. Sure. You know what I mean? And, but and, it's, it's worth it, though, for yeah. Bradley Bill. Yeah, exactly. I mean, when you look when you look at the fact, right, that the Knicks that the Knicks didn't make any moves, they traded out of their draft pick, tells you that they have a move at hand, right? Worldwide West is doing something behind the scenes, you know what I'm saying? That they that they're saying, you know what, we're we gonna get us a star mm-hmm. because that team that we saw that played hard, and that's great, right? You know, you talk about finishing fourth in the East. That team isn't the fourth best team in the East if you put that same squad out there. So they know that they got to do something. They got to do something fast to get somebody to come to the Mecca. He's Bart Scott and Freddie Cohen. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin coming to you live from the Seaport District at Pier 17, brought to you by Chase. That was not the only trade between the L.A. and Washington team. The Los Angeles Dodgers, the Hollywood Swingers, about to acquire not one but two All-Stars named Max Scherzer and Trey Turner from the Washington Nationals for a package of prospects. Bart Scott does not like this trade at all. Rich people, man. (laughs) Hey, the rich get rich and the poor get – anyway, the Dodgers are hoping to have their new stars in the fold for their weekend series when they take on the Arizona Diamondbacks. This MLB weekend preview brought to you by Credit Karma. Visit Credit Karma.com slash win money to open your free account and start winning instant karma, credit karma money. Progress starts here. It's all for Aaron, but it's always been about all for Aaron. That's next on KJZ on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. He was specific. He was angry. This was the pain of years. Wanting to be a part of conversations involving free agents, uh, which has never happened in my career. So I wanted to offer my services as a recruiter. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. 
Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Sometimes the show needs to be unfiltered behind the scenes. I'm <laughs> Freddie Coleman. He's brought Scott on Keyshawn. Zoom in. Turn my troubles down, radio. B. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, well, blew my eardrum out. <laughs> you, you had like the whole look, like the whole Grinch thing, where they also took the Christmas tree away from him. Hey, man, I thought I was just going into the strip club or something, man. That so loud. <laughs> Oh, my uh, goodness. Thank you, Kimberly Martin. That's ESPN why, because the energy, <laughs> energy needs to be up right now because I'm yeah, here. Exactly. Sometimes you know the energy saying? behind the scenes can be completely, completely told about it. Kimberly Martin joining us here, ESPN NFL reporter, giving us the straight talk. Brought by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract. Swagged no out, Kimberly. No, absolutely. Got, got the Nike Airs on. Got the my whole J's, thing going my on. My J's. No, no, my no, ones. You, I'm a one person. But she's showing, you, she's showing you that she's capable. I'm about to say. She's capable. There you go. I can't. Actually, I, I dressed up for Greeny. Shouldn't have never. Oh, so, oh, no, but, no problem. We're not offended. I saw you guys, and I was like, okay, got to tone it when down When I a say bit. the girl has got her own money, the girl has got her Stop. own money. A queen. This is why, this is why what? Hey, wait a minute. You, you just said come. you wore the pumps for Greeny, but you wore the sneakers <laughs> yo, for us. Yo, but, yo, but we're I'm not supposed to be offended. I'm trying to be offended. It's a little different vibe over here than with Greeny. You know what I'm saying? Greeny, Greeny ain't down, but he ain't down. I don't know if I had it that way. I think I took it as an insult from Kimberly Martin, but that's all. We some chocolate mocha around there. You know what I'm saying? We swagged out. You know what I'm saying? Well, speaking of being swagged out, Aaron Rodgers did his whole swag out thing. He put the Packers on skates. Even Brian Gutenkus, Packers general manager, can we check out this album? He said bringing back Randall Cobb to the Packers was designed to make sure Aaron Rodgers was going to stay happy. I think that's a big part of it. I think it's a big, you know, obviously without Aaron, I don't think we would probably be pursuing that. Um, Randall's still a really good player. And um, seeing him last night just kind of reminded me, you know, how what an impact he'll have in our locker room and <clears throat> for our football team. But, um, you know, this, this, was a, this was a very important thing for Aaron, and that's why we did it. So he called it a Skittles move, saying that Randall Cobb is Skittles, meaning Bart Scott. Bart. What do you think about Bart, this? Bart, what is what? – when, when you know me, I'm, I'm the king of keeping it real gold uh, wrong. Yeah, I know. I, I've known this for a long time. Um, <laughs> you know what? Here's the problem. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers literally has his team right where he wants them. 
Just like, oh, oh, you want this, Aaron? Oh, okay, here you go, Aaron. Sure, sure, sure. Um, is Randall Cobb going to be the thing that automatically gets them to the NFC title game again? No. But if Aaron wants it, what baby wants, baby gets at this point because yeah. he played it perfectly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm shocked that the Packers have, have capitulated this early in the yeah. game because talking to other GMs, they were like, they should hold firm. Say, okay, you don't want to play? Don't play. Right. We've got we we drafted the kid, and instead they yeah. did the opposite. Well, this this is the, the the best compromise, right? You give him Randall Cobb, you lose a six round draft pick. That's mm-hmm. a nothing burger, right? So right. now you have a happy AA Ryan. Did you see the pictures of them on the sideline? Oh man, yeah, I thought I was watching Bubba and Forrest Gump, man. How, wow. they, how they was looking in their eyes, right? So so now you got a happy, motivated Aaron Rodgers because he feels like he has some form of a win. I mean, it's not a win to me to get Randall Cobb, you know, but it's a consolation prize, right? He got one of his boys back. So now he can go out and, and, and maybe, of course, win this division and be in the playoffs, and that's all you can ask for. But also we know that this is coming to an end, you know, and I think if I'm any other team around the league, I'm gearing up. For Aaron Rodgers, so I'm, I'm and maybe pushing pause if I'm the Eagles when I'm thinking about maybe going for Deshaun Watson. If I'm, you know, the Miami Dolphins, and I know I have the draft equity, mm-hmm. maybe to be in a running for 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 Aaron Rodgers. If I'm the Saints, you know, I'm looking real hard at Jameis Winston, like, hey man, I, I like you, but I don't love you. If I get a a Ryan, I'll do that. So I mean, where do you see this maybe working out? You know, going in the future, and should teams start already starting to get their a a Ryan plan? For next year. They should be thinking about it now. And I think any team aside from the Chiefs should be thinking about it. Um, because Any team aside from the Chiefs? Really? Even Jacksonville? Just after Trevor Lawrence? Okay, Trevor Lawrence. Okay, well, Je- come on, we know ain't nobody. Well, I, yeah. I, I don't want people coming at Kimberly on Twitter saying, oh, blah, 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 blah. Listen, I want to make come sure. At me. No. I, I, our audience um, are smarter than that. No, I, I think for the most part, you uh-huh. know, I, I, there are a couple teams that, okay, fine. They, they're set at QB. But okay. when you look at who Aaron Rodgers is and the type of career he's had, like every team should at least have a, have a conversation. He's okay. that good. We, we've talked a lot about how I've covered some bad QBs. Oh, yeah. The worst thing in the world right is when <laughs> you do not have a sure answer mm-hmm. at QB. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned Miami. This is a pivotal year for, for Tua. Um, even though he was a high draft, you know what I mean? And like only, the, only the second year. How weird is it to say that? Uh, Dan, Danny but that's Dimes, the reality. But it's true. Danny Dimes you, is on track, too. Haven't you? Haven't you I'm been? rolling with it. Listen, I'm, I'm a, I'm, I believe in Danny Dimes. Junior Whopper hands. I believe in Junior Whopper. I think it's make or break for him, but Danny it is, Dimes. It's one, because the convinced. thing about Danny Dimes is if this year, if if the Giants walk out of this year, sort of like we Unsure. think he's got mm-hmm. it, but he has, uh, can't hold on to the football, mm-hmm. we are in Sam Darnold territory. Yeah, we, that because you don't know what you have, and you have to make a decision real soon. And we've just wasted a bunch of years not being that good. So. And, and the difference is, at least Danny Dimes has Joe Judge as his head coach. He doesn't have Adam Gase. Right, and at least with the Giants, they have done everything they can to Absolutely. say, "Hey, the floor is yours." Like yeah. you know, ball out. So if he doesn't do that, then he's in trouble. Great stuff by Kimberly Martin, ESPN NFL reporter, in studio with his uh, Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin, and ESPN Radio. And ESPN News, he's Bart Scott and Freddie Coleman. So let's get to some more news and notes mm-hmm. of you, Kimberly. We're going to play a little hot news or not news. If something you think is hot, like, yeah, that's news. And if it's not, you're just going, meh. For example, <laughs> Gardner Minshew says number two <laughs> is not an option with Trevor Lawrence being drafted by Jacksonville. Is this hot news or not news? Meh. This is not news because uh, <laughs> Gardner better get used to being number two. Like, <laughs> 
I, I, I appreciate the competitor in him. Sure. I, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And, yeah. that, and, and that's where yeah. I leave that. Yeah, see how football <laughs> works. I don't know if he had them jean shorts a little too tight and had the circulation up to his brain. But um, he has to know that, listen, Trevor Lawrence is an unstoppable force. And um, he should be looking for his next destination. Urban Meyer did not come out of the booth. Yes. To roll with Gardner Minshew. <laughs> like, yeah. no offense to Gardner Minshew, but yeah. that's just reality. Yeah, he was on the Green Light podcast. That should have been a red light situation with him before <laughs> yeah. he put that kind of stuff out there. Jalen Hurts in Philadelphia says, Kimberly, he is above trade talk. Hot news or not news? It is hot news uh, because trade talk will, will be around him. It may be – it's above me now. He can say that all he wants. Yeah. But mm-hmm. there's going to be trade chatter with the Eagles throughout right. this season, and it all depends how he plays. I mean, that's what they were gearing up for. That's, mm-hmm. what they, that's why they got the extra picks. And, I mean, if, if Roseman can turn Carson Wentz into Deshaun Watson, he may get GM of the year and get an extension <laughs> when he arguably his job should be on the line. I mean, you talk about being able to do that, and Jalen Hurts can be who he always been, a guy that's just good but not good enough to be your guy, right? We watch him in, in Alabama not be able to be out to a tongue of a law. Uh, not being able to – I don't know who else he lost his job to. But, you know, go out to Oklahoma. Yeah. You know, it's like one of those things. Like, you feel sorry for him, but he, he's gonna, he may fall into that Tyrod Taylor um, category where he's just good but not good enough to be your leading man. Sad. Okay. Another hot news. T.J. Watt, now in Arizona Cardinals. Still seems strange to say that. Has not participated in team drills since camp opened. Is it hot news or not news? No, this is hot news because Mike Tomlin being asked about it. Is this injury? He was like, I don't have to tell you whether it's injury or not. <laughs> uh, we got the contract situation. Obviously, he wants to get paid. So yeah. him, I mean, they've had like nine practices already. So yeah. Steelers fans want to see TJ on the field at some point. Well, but knowing TJ is coming from an injury, you would want to bring him back slowly as right. well. Right. And also, he probably doesn't want to put himself at risk as a player that's coming off an injury, to say, hey, I, I want to be the highest paid you mm-hmm. know, pass rusher. Because you can make the argument that he's been the best pass rusher. Yeah. And he was on his way to defensive player of the year if he didn't get hurt. You know, her big bro, of course, he's biased. You know, rooting for him to be the, the uh, defense player of the year the year before. Um, they have some young guys that they have to address. So I think it's a little news. But, yeah, being cautious with him is the best thing to do. You know, um, uh, Mika Fitzpatrick is right there. They have yeah. some young talent that they got to address. I think they'll do that once Ben and his gaudy contract is off Get the out books. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. For Jack sure. Prescott's shoulder strain. They're going to keep him out for a couple of days in Dallas. Hot news or not news? You know what? I think it's hot news. Mm. And I'm sure Bart is going to tell me no, it's not. Um, but 100% he's going to tell you no. I think it is only because it, you just had Dak come off injury. Like mm-hmm. you, The last thing you want is for him to have something else. And it's his yeah. throwing shoulder. And it's right. early. And I'm a reporter. I don't believe teams when they say, oh, he's good, da 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 I'm always skeptical. I'm also from New York City, so I'm very yeah. skeptical of things. So we'll see. I mean, you never know, man. Shoulder is a weird thing. You got rotator cup. You got the labrum in there. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you get these little mini tears. Okay. And it could be something that he can fight through. But, you know, we don't know if it's the beginning of something. And, you know, he's right. kind of come back, overthrow the ball. He's compensating. We don't know how that ankle injury has affected the way in which his plant foot is mm-hmm. and his mechanics. You know, so it could be something that can get worse where you, we start hearing about injections and things like this. Remember, this is a longer season this year, 17 games. Yeah. And, you know, as much as they threw the ball last year, I, you expect them to be a little bit more balanced to protect that defense. But this isn't a nothing burger. So you guys don't know me. <laughs> well, put it this way. Mike McCarthy, the Cowboys coach, will break the tie. He says mm-hmm. this is not news. Yeah. Um, I think when you – 
have a fatigue injury, uh, you can you can overanalyze it. But it, uh, you know, based on the location, the information that I have, it, it's you know it's not of high concern, and um, I think it's I think it was smart that he pulled up when he did. He didn't want to leave the practice field, uh, but you know I, I thought it was just important to get you know get him in there and find out exactly what it was, and um, you know have the scan and just to be smart. Okay, Kimberly, your last thoughts. I'll believe it when I see it. If da- if Dak is good, I want to see the ankle. I want to see the shoulder, the throwing. Mm-hmm. I want to see him perfectly fine. That's all. Compensation. Get used to it. Compensation. We don't know how it handles his uh, mechanics right now. They're just going to give him a Celebrex sandwich and <laughs> push him up with the anti-inflammatory. Uh, watch out. Make sure you drink plenty of water, Dak, because it's going to mess up your kidneys. Oh, my goodness. Where can people hit you up on Twitter? Uh, by Kimberly A. on Twitter and Kimberly Martin on Instagram. Kimberly Martin, whoa, whoa. ESPN reporter. Woo, woo, indeed. Thank you very much, my friend. Thanks, guys. Great stuff by Kimberly Martin joining us here. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. He's Bart Scott. I am Freddie Coleman. Dressing down for us. <laughs> it is time for Sports Center right now. The NBA draft took place yesterday. And as expected, the Detroit Pistons, thanks to the delight of Bart Scott. Detroit basketball. They selected former Oklahoma State star Kate Cunningham first overall. But despite the draft happening, the Lakers and the Wizards said, you're not going to have those headlines, son. They orchestrated a blockbuster trade as Russell Westbrook, former MVP, is on his way to Los Angeles from the Wizards. Sources told ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski. The Lakers will send Kyle Kuzma, Montrez Harrell, Kentavis Caldwell-Pope, and last night's 22nd overall pick, Kentucky big man Isaiah Jackson, it is a homecoming for Westbrook. He is from Long Beach and started UCLA in college. And speaking of L.A. and Washington making trades, that happened in Major League Baseball. ESPN's Jeff Passon reports the Dodgers will acquire all-stars Max Scherzer and Trey Turner from the Washington Nationals in return for a package of four prospects. The trade is yet to be finalized, but all signs point to it getting done. The Dodgers boasting their roster trying to win their ninth straight NL West Division Championship and second straight World Series Championship. Meanwhile, when it comes to Scherzer and Turner, they were not the only huge names moved yesterday in Major League Baseball. The New York Yankees added not only Joey Gallo, but they also get Anthony Rizzo from the Cubs. Both of those bats should drastically help out the, the Bombers, excuse me, and their left-handed production to plate. They are 29th in Major League Baseball on average, OPS, and RPIs. Rizzo has already hit 14 homers and has driven in 48, 40 runs. But the trade deadline ends at 4 p.m. Eastern today. You can check out trade deadline special today at 2 p.m. Eastern time on ESPN. And the Sports Center read, Sports Center, don't forget, is brought to you by Goodyear. Movement is always driving us forward, whether it's on the track, the court, or on the field. Every move we make, every road we choose to go down, every single mile mark we pass leads us to that out. Just how far we can go, Goodyear more driven. Oh, I keep going. Oh, yeah. They don't know. <laughs> SEC. It just means more. They don't know. Keep going. Oh. I'm not getting in your way. <clears throat> Hold on, man. I need some tea. Uh, Give me some Manuka hoodie. That, that's I just scratched right. my throat. Bart Scott, Freddie Coburn, and Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin on ESPN Radio and ESPN News. And money is a very, very powerful thing mm. more than ever before in college football. And, boy, Bob Bowlesby, the, the Big 12 commissioner, is not happy that Texas and Oklahoma yeah. are on their way to the SEC sooner than later. Yeah, he's going to cry in the car, man, because, I mean. <laughs> going to? You don't think he's done that already? <laughs> what, what is the Big 12 without Texas and Oklahoma? 
the AAC right now. Seriously. <laughs> they're the MAC. <laughs> they're, the American, they're, they're not the MVC where you played at the Missouri Valley. They're not that now. Woohoo, this boy come in. Killing us with the Hollis. Speaking of Texas, Mr. Sam Acho, Ready. the newest member of the ESPN oh, crew, boy. joining us here at Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. You know Thanks what we for the call that? What do we, we call, call that? that casket sharp. You can die you in are. that suit, boy. <laughs> you are. <laughs> Don't fold your arms. <laughs> Don't want to confuse people based on what Bart Scott just said. We were talking about this on first take when you and I had a chance to fill in early this week. And being a Texas grad, we knew it was going to be a fait accompli that they were going to SEC. But this went from zero to last week to this week in lightning speed. What does that say about the state of college football, Sam? Well, number one, I think we all know that this has been going on for a while. There's talks that these conversations have been happening for the last two years. And so it's of no surprise that things seem like they escalated so quickly. Right. They didn't escalate quickly. There's been this ongoing conversation between Texas, OU, and the SEC for the past 18 months to two years. Is that not collusion? Like, like, <laughs> like you, you, this is like trying to you know, slide into somebody girl's DMs. Well, What's up with well that? so many things. And, and, uh, not that I have experience in that. Uh, no, man. not at all. <laughs> well, well, I mean, Ryan was on yesterday, and he's got that law background. So many things you just have to prove. And so, like, right. I, and so I don't know if that would be collusion per se, just because uh, Texas isn't – Texas or OU, they have – they're keeping their contract – supposedly until 2025, but they're hoping that that the Big 12 will be disbanded and they won't have to pay $76 million a piece in exit fees. <laughs> and so, so like, there's so much behind the scenes that it's almost one of those things where it's like, if only I could be a fly on the wall with those meetings, right? There have been these these meetings with, with the uh, Big 12 and SEC and other, you know, a couple other people in the in the room talking about expansion, college football expansion. Mm-hmm. But I just wonder what happened after those meetings when these conversations were happening about what will Texas and OU do if when it comes to joining the SEC. I would think you would be on the email chain. Like I, apparently me? they yeah, were. No, nah, man, I'm not. Nah, nah, that's that's a, a what do they say above my pay grade? <laughs> the title grade above as well. My, wow. above my pay grade. Here's the deal, by the Sam Macho, ESPN. NTA NFL analyst joining us here, giving us a straight talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. Here on Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin with Bart Scott and Freddie Coleman on ESPN Radio and ESPN News. I even said this in terms of this is going to happen sooner than later. Paul Feinbaum and Greg McElroy said this could happen as soon as next year, mm. 2022. When do you think it's going to happen? Absolutely. It's not going to be 2025. I think this is going to happen 2022, uh, obviously at the earliest, and obvious, and honestly, most likely. I think. 2023, people are kind of saying it could happen then, but I think that's a little late. Mind you, conversations about college football playoff expansion have been occurring. They made an announcement a few weeks ago. Hey, this 12-team format, we think – this is Greg Sankey, who's the commissioner of the SEC. We think this is great for all of college football. That way it's not just the Power Five conferences – that are getting in the playoff. Now wink, you get wink, nudge, nudge, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And now all of a sudden, as soon as that announcement gets made, now all of a sudden, well, we're going to add Texas and OU. We're going to form this super conference. And, and if you just look at some of the statistics, not even statistics, the projections, put it that way. In 2025, it's projected that Texas and OU, excuse me, that the SEC could generate $1.3 billion. Uh, wow. The NCAA in 2025 as a whole will generate right around $1.3 billion. Bart and Freddie, as y'all know, money talks. Why would the SEC need to even stay a part of the NCAA when they're making that much money? And, oh, by the way, how are you going to make that much money? You just signed a $3 billion 
uh, dollar deal with ESPN, right, starting in 2024, you're adding Texas and OU. And, oh, by sure, the way. it's our fault, ESPN. Well, oh, by the way, you're adding extra revenue, right? Think about it. There's, mm-hmm. there's So with a 12-team playoff, Nick Saban said this last week on Get Up, he said, man, you could be playing 16, maybe even 17 mm-hmm. games as a college student. See, no, see now, now that's where you, you, you have to recategorize, like, Student athlete, it's just athlete, right? It's professional, you know, athlete. If you're gonna, you know, put these subject these kids to 17 games so that you can get your TV revenue. Listen, that struggle is real over there, brother, with that earpiece. That earpiece is kicking Hanging your there. ass. I know. I'm, 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 I'm 0-1. I'm 0-1 with my earpiece, man. I'm losing yeah. the battle. I, I love the fact how you, Corey, he like pops right there, man. You, you, you hit us with the outside. You know, it's, it's, uh-huh. it's, it's calm. Inside, it's a party inside. It's a party. It's a party. Ooh, it's a party. Up, party. You got to coordinate. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. With my the time and my bang, bang. Got Only thing we need is the we belt, are in man. New York City with boomerangs. So I was thinking the same thing when I saw the, when I saw the polka dots. <laughs> Wow. But, I, but I, will, I will say this, with the Texas and OU uh, moving to the SEC. Yeah. So I, I went to Texas. Mm-hmm. I played at Texas. I played The last time Texas won the Big 12, I was in that game. That was the last time the Texas won the national championship as well. Subtle flex. Subtle flex. Major flex. Complete major flex. Texas only cares about Texas. Sure. Let's just let that be abundantly clear. Texas will only do what's good for Texas. And you might say, well – well, shouldn't every school do that? We should do what's best for us. But the problem is, back in 2009 and 10, when there was this conference realignment, the, the most recent time, Texas got a chance to stay in the Big 12, and they got a chance to add this thing called the Longhorn Network, which the A&M, the Aggies, weren't happy about. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you get this exposure, you get all this money, that's an unfair advantage for us, so we're going to leave. And A&M left, and A&M became relatively successful in the SEC. They were fifth-ranked overall, could have made the college football playoff. Now, all of a sudden, with Longhorn Network's got 10 more years on that deal, and, and Texas is like, well, you know what? Let's go make this money in the SEC, and we don't care what you – we don't really care what you think about it at all. So, when it comes to rivalries, I think this will reignite the rivalry when it comes to Texas and A&M, right. but I still get a little bit perturbed and frustrated as a person who went to the university and you're supposed to bleed orange and our rivals are A&M and OU. We can't stand them. New day, brother. Now, all of a sudden – a&M and OU are, are like our – at least OU, we're, we're, we're doing business with them. We're best of friends. We're joining mm-hmm. forces to go to this vaunted SEC. And so I just get a little bit frustrated because as a, as a Longhorn, this isn't as an ESPN and now, uh, analyst. This isn't as, I get it. This is as specifically as a Longhorn, someone who says, man, Texas, hook them horns, the whole thing. We've been taught to hate OU and you know, can't stand A&M and all of these things. And now all of a sudden we're joining OU – for the quote-unquote benefit of Texas. And, yes, financially, there is a benefit, mm-hmm. a major benefit. It's probably a, a billion reasons that we should join the SEC, all monetarily, of course. And, yes, it does benefit Texas. But I just think, what does this do for the rest of not only the Big 12, the other eight remaining teams, but what does it do for the rest of FBS, the rest of college football, the other 128 FBS teams that have football programs? They don't care. They don't care. It's going to turn into the Super League. And, 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 may, and, and my thing is this. If college football turns into essentially the NFL, the Super League, I'm okay with that, but I just need some good leadership at the top. That's that's all that I need because we've seen teams are raking in money, especially Texas. They are literally raking in 
the dough. Don't worry, the coaches will get um get a raise, man. Listen, exactly. See, coaches to, are getting to, to, to quote to quote get rich or die trying, man. Love will get you killed, man. So let that go. Always <laughs> 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 appreciate you, Sam. Thanks a lot, brother. Always. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Sam Macho brought to you by Barbasol Shaving Cream. <laughs> Choose Barbasol Shaving Cream for a thick lather and close, comfortable shave. Barbasol, the American original, over one hundred years. Better by Barbasol. Every move we make pushes us forward, whether it's on the track or on the court or on the field. Movement is how we make our impression on the world. It's a part of who we are. And when you pursue it with everything we've got, it shows us who we can become. Every move we make, every road we choose to go down, every mile marker we pass takes us to a new place and shows us, shows the world just how far we can go. Goodyear, more driven. Hey, it's greening and Friday might be the busiest day of the summer. We have the NBA draft behind us, the baseball trade deadline right in front of us. We'll have complete coverage. Don't miss it. It's Greeny starting 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. NFL Training Camp 2021 with Keyshawn Johnson, the Buffalo Bills. No one circles the wagon quite like the Buffalo Bills, as Chris Berman would say. Now Josh Allen, the junior year is over with. It's all about what can you do for me lately. And I think when you look at Josh Allen a year ago, MVP-type candidate, can he now repeat the success he had a year ago? He should be able to. He's got a bunch of weapons on the outside, starting with Stephon Diggs, a talented running back core. The defensive side of the ball is ready to go. They're going to challenge the Kansas City Chiefs for the conference. They should challenge the New England Patriots for the division. If they do, watch out Buffalo Bill fans. You might see your Bills in the Super Bowl, but it all starts in training camp. This is the biggest season ever. The countdown to the NFL season continues. Weekday mornings with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. Oh, I can't wait for this. Bart Scott <laughs> over here, Freddie Coleman over there. Man, oh, man, BS translator here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin on ESPN Radio, ESPN News, because first they stole his partner, Alan Hahn, and then the show star Bart Scott to fill in. But now we're going to steal their bits from their show when it calls to the BS translator. So we're mm. going to start with the Buffalo Bills, Emmanuel Sanders. Bart Scott, he says that quarterback he has now, Josh Allen, is 100% legit. We got a great team here. I mean, just the the past two practices has just been amazing. See the offense, the defense, playing with Steph and Bees and Josh. I mean, Josh made a throw today that I haven't seen, like uh, a post ball to Cole Beasley. It was crazy, like mouth dropping. I've been in the league 12 years, so 
uh, you know, I'm excited, uh, you know, about what, you know, they've created out here. And, you know, I think that we got opportunity, obviously. Come on, son. Like, when keeping it real go wrong. Like, I mean, I understand mm-hmm. sucking up to the teacher, but come on, man, Josh Allen, you're supposed to be the vet. You're right. the one that's been in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Really, that's the best ball you ever seen. Then you used to play with a guy that they called Big Ben, two-time True. Super Bowl MVP, had a cannon for an arm, and it's the best you've ever seen. You just left Drew Brees. Come on, man. Like, I understand you want the ball, but come on, have some dignity. Get that brown off your nose, Emmanuel Sanders. You're killing me, Petey. Moving on to Brian Guntus, the Patrick Packers general manager. Man, Aaron Rodgers let it be known. He named 12 names in the press conference about guys that were not treated well, either on their way out or during the tune the Packers. Brian Guntus responded this way. I very much believe in the way when we release players that we do it with class and integrity. Um, it's a hard thing for them when that happens. And I don't think when you feel you still can play and it's not right to walk away and feel like it was fair. You know what I mean? So it's hard. It's a hard business, but uh, we always do that with integrity and class. Listen, what the hell do you expect me to do? There's no way I can politely tell you your service is no longer needed. It's not like I'm bringing you in here with the cameras on like the apprentice and saying, you're fired. I mean, listen, I ain't crazy. I know some of you guys, you know, uh, you know um, got hormonal changes and going on. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to call them saying they own the sauce. But I know you guys can get, get, are, are, are capable of ripping my head off. That's why I always got security slightly outside the door in case I got to tase you. You know what I'm saying? You come in there with him, he probably got his hand on a buzzer underneath. He got you lined up just in case you uh-huh. want to get froggy and leap. But okay. I'll tell you, well, how would you expect me to tell you that your, your service no longer needed, right? I ain't firing you on your day off. I ain't bringing you in and come in and have fun on your day off and telling you you're fired. I'm trying to do it with as much dignity as I can. But what you expect me to do? Your service is no longer needed, Aaron. Well, not yet, but that's the conversation we're going to have next year right. when I tell you that you're going to uh, somewhere else. Bart Scott now in charge of human resources here at ESPN oh, on yeah. Freddie Coleman. Oh, yeah, you better have security. Y'all fire me from ESPN. You better. I'm not even you better going, not fire me on my day off. Norby, you better not fire me, Norby. Remember Norby who said that was Bart, not Freddie here. I'm on balling Fred- on the budget, man. On Keyshawn J. Willis Zubin on ESPN Radio and ESPN News, a guy that you know pretty well. Yeah. Played defense like you did. Khalil McBear's linebacker. He knows that his football mortality, and it was a great term that you use, especially now with the quarterback situation, he's not trying to hear about anybody wasting his time. It's always a sense of urgency, you know what I'm saying, um, especially from my standpoint. You don't get too many years in the NFL uh, and too many chances to, to win ball games and too many chances to get to the playoffs and, and go all the way. Charles Wilson told me a long time ago, he was like, man, you cannot waste time, you know what I'm saying? This is very valuable, you know what I mean? And um, I understand that now going into year eight and only being in the playoffs maybe three times so far and losing in the first round every one of them, you know what I'm saying? It's very valuable, you know what I'm saying? Time is of the essence, and um, it's always a sense of urgency. Let me tell you something. It's too damn cold in Chicago in, in, in December <laughs> and January to be coming up here and going home early, man. <laughs> if I'm be coming up here wearing long johns in, in October because it's so damn cold around here, I need to be winning some damn football games, man. Like, listen, y'all wasting my greatness, man. Listen, he like Willie Steam and Willie Beeman, man. What team? I am the team. Nice. Like, come on, man. I need y'all to step up, give me something. Come on, young pup. I understand that you're a rookie, but, man, I tell you what, I'm going to bite your head off. You know, they're going to have one of them conversations like Shark and Steam and Willie Beeman up in the steam room if you can't throw that 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 pig skin to the right person 
Get it, get it together, man. Because you know, youth is wait, youth is wasted on the young, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you whatever how you say it, but you know, you know what I mean. Right. Youth is wasted on the young. I yeah, got you. Yeah, you better get it right. You better get it right, man. Because we are gonna have some problems around here. It's gonna be some furniture moving around here, and I'm gonna be the next disgruntled star. We're forcing my way out. You don't want Mustafa to get get crazy around this piece. Wow, Jamie Foxx reference. Hey, man. You know what I'm saying? Respect. Inflate your chest. Respect when it comes to stuff like that. I mean, I would play the Mike McCarthy sound. I'm, we don't have enough time. We're up against it. It's all it. good. We got three burgers out of it. You know what I'm saying? I'm a little rusty. You know okay. what I'm saying? Well, he says Dak injury's not a concern. What did you hear? Real quick. Oh, he concerned me because he knows that, listen, he on deck, Claude, right now. He could be walking the green mile. Listen, you heard Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones, like, I need to win. Jerry Jones is on, on deck for the upper room. I ain't trying to kill Jerry Jones, but he a man of a certain age. And he, listen, he want to go out and circle with his yacht with it with a Lombardi trophy. Mm-hmm. He's got to prove to himself that he can win one without Jimmy. I, you hear him early in the, in the oh, year yeah. trying to make up with Jimmy Johnson. Like, that's because he understands that, hey, I messed up. I haven't won or had success since Jimmy, so I need to go ahead and get a, get a dub. So I want to pop. If you want to Apologize, Jimmy Johnson. Put him in the damn ring of honor. It is Keyshawn J. Willis-Hoopman. New York never sleeps. Part of a busy day across sports. This is ESPN Radio.